Welcome to the Higher Ed, Higher Purpose podcast, a podcast designed for NACAP members, prospective students, and their families. Hello again. Welcome to another edition of the Higher Ed, Higher Purpose podcast. My name is Phil Cook. It's my pleasure to serve as the president of the North American Coalition for Christian Admissions Professionals. That's a lot, Heidi. NACAP as we know it. Uh, Happy New Year, Heidi. Thank you, Phil. Happy New Year to you, too. I'm Heidi Sturm, and I am the Director of Marketing and Communications with NACAP, and we are excited to welcome you back for another episode of the Higher Education, Higher Purpose podcast. And what better topic could we have than scholarships? Of course, it's on the the hearts and the minds of so many parents. Been a little, been a little, little a bit of a, a little bit of controversy, you know, FAFSA, all of that. We we I don't know that we'll get into that today, but we will. We're so pleased to have Monica Matthews with us. Monica is the author of the eBooks "How to Win College Scholarships: Guides for Parents and Students in Ten Easy Steps." Uh, she has helped her three sons win over. $100,000 in college scholarships, and she now shares her expertise with other parents and their students. She has been there and done that and helped a lot of families. Her methods of helping students find college scholarships, they write compelling essays, and create unique application packets have taught desperate parents how to they help their students win thousands of scholarships. She teaches the SMART method uh, to stand out and capture the attention of the scholarship judges, which we'll hear a little bit more about that in just a moment. She's been seen on U.S. News and World Report, Huffington Post, The Penny Hoarder. She has been dubbed the scholarship mom. Monica, we are so glad you're here with us. Welcome to our podcast. Oh, thank you so much, Phil. I am so excited to be here because I could talk about this all day, but I won't. Don't worry. We'll keep it to a 2025 minutes. So <laughs> yeah, shoot, I'm ready for your answer or your questions. Well, it's wonderful because this is a very relevant, it's always relevant, even more so this year with what's going on. And and with your three boys, obviously, um, you've had experience in doing this, but tell us a little bit about uh, your background. How, how did you start helping with college scholarships? So I didn't really start out to do this. I was actually a teacher, elementary school teacher, turned stay-at-home mom. I had three boys. And my oldest son, like all of a sudden, boom, he's um, he was in preschool. Then all of a sudden, he's a senior in high school. It was between his junior and senior year that summer. And he starts looking at colleges. And he's like, hey, mom, I want to go to MIT. And at that time, it was $60,000 a year. And I'm like, oh my gosh, um, we just never saved for college. We didn't. I mean, I was weird trying to let me stay home and one income, whatever. So I'm like, well, he's really smart. So, hey, son, go ahead and apply for scholarships. I'm sure you'll win scholarships. Well, he applied for some very early deadline scholarships, probably September, October, and he didn't win them. We found found out pretty quick. And so I started thinking there must be something more. There must be a way. So what I did was I researched. I spent months researching what do the judges like? What do they look for? What should students not do for scholarships? How to find them? All the best practices. And we came up with this method of working together. My SMART method is, is a big part of it. But the main thing that I'm all about is partnering with your student. And we can go into that. Well, anyways, and then we started working together and doing these steps and he started winning and winning and winning. And people said, you need to write down what you do because we have no idea what we're doing. We need help. So I'm like, okay, I'd never done that before. So mm-hmm. I, I wrote it down and I published it as an ebook and they are ebooks, digital downloads. The reason is so I can update them quickly. I mean, just did a big update um, in 23. So they're very, very current. You know, I, there's lots of links in there that are current. 
So that's kind of my background. And then then I had another son and then I had my third son, you know, so we just kept doing the same thing. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of my story and how I got started in a nutshell. And I love it. I love what I do. I love the messages from parents, you know, how they're so happy. Hey, they won the scholarship. We're so happy. And then, you know, also the questions, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? Of course I can. So that's my story. Well, you're wow. doing great work, and we were just sharing that you had your third your third son has just graduated from college, right? Just such a timely uh, time for you to kind of to finish up helping all of your sons, right? Right. He just graduated in December, so I mean, literally, it was last month that he graduated. So I'm all done. <laughs> I'm, all done. I'm all done with the, with that part of my life. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't have to fail the fast for this year. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I bet you're happy about that. <laughs> Well, you mentioned your SMART method for applying for scholarships. What exactly is that? Tell us a little bit about that. For college scholarships, it's not just if students apply. Like I hear it all the time. Kids will say, I applied for 100 scholarships. I didn't win any. Well, you know what? It's how students apply, not if they apply. Because say you're using the same essay over and over. Well, if it's not winning, it's not working. So my SMART method is... The S is share personal details. You are starting with a hook. You are telling stories. And all of these are found in my ebook. So I'll just kind of touch upon each one. But you want to grab the attention of the judges right away. And you want to keep that attention. And they, you want them to be curious about the student. You know, and there are methods to do that. There are ways to start your essays. There are ways to title your essays. So share personal detail, details is the S. M is market yourself. You know, when you go to a job interview, what have you done? You've probably looked into the background of the company. You've, you've researched the person you're, you're being interviewed. You, you look into what you can impress, use to impress whoever's doing the interview. It's the same thing with scholarships. You know, you're trying to impress the judges, so you market yourself. There are ways to get yourself out there and impress them, you know, before they even start talking to you, if there is an interview, because there are scholarship interviews also. A is answer the essay question. Sounds like a no-brainer, right? But it's not. There are two-part essay questions. There are students that go off in a tangent and don't actually ever answer the original question. You know, there are students that uh, write 100 words when they can write up to 500. You know, don't do that. You want to write up to 500 as close as you can. This is your space. The essay is the heart of the scholarship application. And so students need to learn how to make their essays shine. The R is review guidelines. Make sure you're following directions. If something needs to be in a certain order or uploaded a certain way, that needs to be done. You know, I have my own scholarship and I have right in the directions in the subject line, if you choose, because you can either mail it in or email it to me, in the subject line, put exactly, you know, what I asked them to put. And literally half the students just put, here's my scholarship entry, or sometimes there's no subject line. or So following directions is so important, right to a T. If you don't qualify to apply for the scholarship, don't bother applying. You know, if it says 3.0 or above GPA and you're at 2.5, just don't bother because it's just a waste of your time and the, the judge's time that have to look through. You know, they have to eliminate first. You know, that first 30 seconds, you know, did they follow directions? Did they include all the materials? And if the, if they you don't have the if you haven't followed directions you're eliminated right away that student the T is trusted eyes 
And that is letting somebody read over not just your app, your essay, but the whole application, looking for blank spaces, looking for typos, you know, for the essays, read over the essays. You know, I have a great tip that um, I go into all this in my, e- my ebooks, but students have your parent or one of your trust guys, say it could be a teacher, an uncle, an aunt, somebody that you trust that's comfortable with reading over your essay and have them read your essay silently in front of you, but don't tell them the prompt or the essay question. Just have them read it. Watch their face. Are they like excited or like, hmm, hmm. Are they like, hmm. I mean, are they like, oh, this is so funny. I remember one of the essays my, my son wrote and I just like kept laughing because it was so cute. It was so endearing. And it answered the question. After they read that essay and you've watched their expressions, ask them, what do you think the question was for this essay? If they can answer that question and they know what it is, yes, you've answered the question. If they're not quite sure, your essay's not complete, it's not clear enough, you know, and if even if they've answered the question, if they were just like their face was blank the whole time and they're kind of bored looking, you still have work to do. So that's my trusted ice. And that's my smart method in a nutshell. You're listening to the Higher Ed, Higher Purpose podcast. Uh, I've got two quick takeaways, Heidi. First of all, my first favorite thing is if you're not winning, it ain't working. <laughs> I mean, that 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 applies to all that we're doing, right? It applies to business. Right. It applies to our sports teams, what you're talking about. You're in Michigan. I'm in Indiana. Heidi's in Wisconsin. We're talking about sports before. But if it's not winning, so a really good feedback, you tell parents, look, this method, if it if you work the method, you should be getting some scholarships, right? Is that a fair is that a fair assessment? Yeah, that's totally fair. And you know, if they're not, there's something wrong if they're not. I have a whole video on my students not winning scholarships. What do I do now? So there are things to do, things to change. Always. There's always things to change. You can students can always improve on what they're doing. Excellent. And then the second one really quickly was uh, it's a brilliant, what a what a very practical um, uh, suggestion or advice that is read the answer of the essay without the prompt. It's brilliant because they should be able to take away. Here's what you're writing about. This is the focus. That's a really good piece of advice as well. So I know we're, we were going to ask this at the end of the session, but right now while someone's listening, how can folks get this information? Let's tell them right now, mm-hmm. if they want to get this information, how can they do it? How can they access the smart method and the things that you're describing? Okay. So my emails are found on my website, not on Amazon, they are found at my website, which is how to with the number two, winscholarships.com. I also have a very, very large Facebook group. It's called Scholarship Help and College Talk for Parents. It's just for parents. It's a private group. It's a safe space for people to answer questions, to see what other parents have experienced. And a lot of people find me through my Facebook group. I'm also on Twitter. I'm on X and my handle is aid scholarship. (laughs) I'm on Pinterest. Um, If you type in scholarship mom, Monica Matthews, or just Monica Matthews and scholarships, you'll find me. Now there is another Monica Matthews who's totally into politics. And um, because I do a Google Google alert on myself just to, and that's not me. I'm not the one into politics. I'm the one about scholarships. So I'm pretty easy to find. You know, if you're not, not on Facebook, it's okay. Go to my website. Everything's there. 
Well, you have enough notoriety where you can Google search yourself. Some of us don't. I've done that before, and they're like, oh, then nobody cares. Nobody knows that it is. So, again, Monica Matthews, the Facebook group, Scholarship Mom, that's the way to go to do it. You know, one of our, our questions, our scripted questions, which is a very good practical advice as well, what age should students start to think about the scholarship process? When should they start applying, Monica, for scholarships? Right. What I tell people is start right now. It doesn't matter how old or how young your student is. You know, there's scholarships open to all levels of students. And I'm not even joking. Kindergarten, all the way up to grad school, doctoral programs, there are scholarships available. And so, so many people don't know that. And even if your student doesn't win these early deadline or the early, the scholarships where they're very young, it's practice and it's not pressure. It's, you know, what does your student love to do? Well, let's write down what you love to do and find a scholarship that matches your talent. You know, for photography, there's a doodle, doodle for Google scholarship that has different prize categories and it starts with kindergarten. So start right now where you are. Don't panic. I know if your student right now is a high school senior and you're thinking, oh my gosh, we're too late. You're not too late. There are a ton of scholarships, especially your locals coming up. So start right now where you are. There's just no definite, like say you're 16. Okay, now it's time to start. Start right now. So Monica, that's great information to know because I have I have three boys as well, and my oldest is in eighth grade. And I've all I've been saying once you're in once you're a freshman in high school, we're going to start looking for scholarships. But I guess I should be looking for those right now instead of waiting until next year. So thank you for that tip. Yeah, you're welcome. I would love to know what are some really unique scholarships that are out there that you've seen in the past. Yeah, some are just fun. Like there's a duck calling scholarship. Like I guess if you're good with duck calls, <laughs> I don't know. Really? Um, yeah. There are there's the doodle for Google that I've mentioned where um students just draw pictures and they, there's a certain theme that's every year. So there's that one. Um gosh, oh the duct tape. Duct tape <laughs> stuck at prom scholarship. And what's really exciting about that one is Somebody in my big Facebook group, their daughter, her daughter won that scholarship last year. Like if you look at last oh, year, there's this beautiful black and white dress that you cannot even believe is made out of tape because it's made completely out of duct tape. Her mom's in my group. So there's just, I mean, you know, do you look at your talents? Like, can you take pictures? Can you record videos? You know, are you, can you play video games? There are scholarships for, for video game gamers, I guess it is. I have a whole list on my website and in my ebooks about scholarships for gamers, esports. It's a thing. So there's lots wow. of fun, fun, unusual scholarships. Back in my the previous days of when I was working in college admissions, I remember um, seeing some of these scholarships and, and I went to a youth group and was talking about the duct tape scholarship. And a girl raised her hand and said, I got one of those scholarships last year. And I was just so excited that I actually met someone who had gotten this scholarship. But then I've seen things for left-handed people, for people who are really tall, I think there was, I saw that in your email last month, a tall scholarship. So there truly is something for everyone, isn't there? Well, the, it is It is very much, we, we are recording this in the first of the years. We've already said Happy New Year, beginning of the year. So there is a lot of consternation. There's a lot of concern out there from parents and families about the delayed fast. And while we're not talking about this in this episode, it does get to the idea of parents and students' interaction in this process. So um, how can parents help their students in the scholarship process? What advice do you have for both as they navigate this process together? 
Well, my best advice is to definitely partner with your student. And I like to say teamwork makes the dream work. And it is so true. And the reason is, you know, if you have a certain role, sit down with your student, have a certain role. You know, first of all, you need to talk about expectations. This is how much money we have saved up or not saved up for college. This is how much money you need to try to win in scholarships. You know, this is a school that's more affordable to us. So anyways, you kind of need to have that, you know what your roles are. So if your student needs to win scholarships or try to win scholarships, parents can find the scholarships. That's why my eBooks are for parents and for students. And I originally just originally just wrote it for parents. But then I had students email emailing me saying, you know, we're on our own. Nobody's helping us. Can you help us? So I wrote a version for students. They are very similar, but the student version has so much more motivation. You know, this is what you can do. You can get together with your friends, you know, written for the student examples of what they can do. And the parent student, the parent guide is you can find the scholarships. There's nothing wrong with that. You are not writing the essays for the student. Absolutely not. You can find scholarships. You can keep a spreadsheet. I have my own. It's called the Scholarship Toolkit Organizer. It has all the fields that you need, 17 different fields. Most people just think, oh, I just need the the deadline and the link. There's so many more things to remember for scholarships. Parents Mm -hmm. can keep that. They They can find the scholarships. They can send deadline reminders to the student. Hey, in two weeks. This, this scholarship is due. Please work on this essay. This is the prompt. Different things that parents can do. Students need to get the letters of uh, recommendation, but the parents could be the reminder. The parents can proofread those essays or help find somebody to proof, proofread the essay. So it's a partnership. Uh, you know, I kind of liken it to, you know, when you t- teach your students how to drive a car, okay? You don't just hand them the keys and say, okay, go drive. You would never do that. Why? Well, number one, the car is very expensive. And number two, who could even like, I can even hardly do it with the kids in the car. Anyways, <laughs> it's my anxiety. <laughs> so, but, but you would never do that. No, because in college is expensive too. And it's not that you only have one shot, but there is a, a good window, especially when they're seniors in high school, when there are so many scholarships open. So why would you just say to your students, you know, like I did, big mistake with my first son, go apply for scholarships. You would, you don't do that. Work together. And you know, it takes a lot of pressure off the students if they know that their parents are there to back them up, to help mm-hmm. them out, you know, to keep them on track. So partnering with your students, with your students is so important. And it really is kind of the cornerstone of what I teach. So much wonderful information, Monica, about how you're helping students. But I'd imagine, you know, you, you referenced, you started this because you had three sons that you wanted scholarships, but what motivates you to keep doing this? I mean, I'd imagine there has to be some, some great feedback, some good from families. Is that the case? I, I, I would imagine you've had a lot of great feedback from families. Why do you keep doing this? Yeah, you know, I never plan to do this, but now that I'm an empty nester, no kids at home, unless they're home for a weekend, it is the feedback. It is the emails, the texts, the Facebook messages, even sometimes the phone calls, because my phone number is right out there. People can call me. That People will say, oh my gosh, my daughter just won this $10,000 scholarship, or now we can afford college, or I just can't believe this is actually, we're actually going to be able to send them to their dream school. So it is the feedback. I love my group. I love the people. They're so helpful. It's not just me. I have people that are there just because they love helping other parents because we, we've all been there. You know, no matter how wonderful your, your high school counselor is, you, you're not, they're not going to sit down with the parent every day and walk them through it. They're not. So mm-hmm. 
that's why I love to do it. It's, it's the feedback. It's the fun. It's the, I'm super addicted now to finding scholarships. You know, I send out free monthly lists and it's like, I just can't stop. I mean, I just, I just, I already sent my February list out and I'm like, I can add a few more. I'm going to add a few more. I know they're out there. So I, I just love it now. It's what I do. And you're already sending it out in February, and it's it's mid January. So clearly, you're doing you're doing a lot of good. And 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 we know both of our work and this work that we do how important this is. So thank you for the work that you do. You're welcome. So Monica, um, as we close out, can you um, just tell us again how people can get in touch with you, how they can find you, and um, just any services that you provide as well? Right. So the best place to find me is my website. How to number two winscholarships.com. My Facebook group. I also have a Facebook page, which is open to students as well. And I post uh, scholarships on there. I post free tips, you know, all day long, all week long. My email info at how to winscholarships.com. You can Google Monica Matthews scholarships or scholarship mom and find me. And what was your second question? There was a second question. Um, any services that you provide? Oh, yeah. So the services. So I really, it's, it's my eBooks, you know, parents read it, but I'm always available for help. I, I spend, I spend a lot of my days answering emails, you know, answering messages, you know, once in a while answering phone calls. If you call me, I won't answer, leave a message because I do get, because my phone number's out there, a lot of spam calls, spam calls, but leave sure. a message. I'll call you back. I'll help you out as much as I can, but mainly it's the direction and guidance that are found in my eBooks. The Scholarship Mom, Monica Matthews. Thank you so much for taking your time. Again, thanks for what you're doing um, to uh, help families, uh, parents, prospective students afford college. Thank you for being a part of our podcast. You are so very welcome. Be sure to join us next time for the Higher Ed, Higher Purpose podcast.